If you ever thought about becoming a freelancer but wondered if you could make it, you've come to the right place. This is Freelance Can I Really Make It? The podcast about the ups and downs and hardships that we deal with as freelancers, but how we actually make it out and have long, fruitful, successful careers. I am your host, Ahmed. I'm Creative Roberson. Let's get on with the show. What's up, everybody? I'm back again. I know it's been a little while. If you've been listening to my last episode and my promos and stuff that I do on Instagram and Facebook, you know that I'm not going to be doing episodes every single Tuesday. I know. I know. I know. But I'm still here. You know, I'm still here. So let's go ahead and uh, clap it up for that one real quick. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to talk to you guys about something really quick. I was having a conversation with my cousin and he was asking me about my business mindset, I guess. Um, like, how do I approach businesses, business ventures? What do I think about business ventures, especially considering what I've gone through? And I don't mean gone through as a bad thing, just as experiences. Um, he was just asking about my experiences as to how I handle things now. Or better yet, would I do things differently if I had the knowledge that I have now, if I had it earlier? Um, ultimately, he was just trying to figure out, like, where's my mindset when starting or continuing, especially continuing uh, a, a fairly new business venture? Uh, to be more precise with it, I guess he was really talking about, like, what do you do if you've started a business and you're about a year in and things might not necessarily be going your way after you've given it a legitimate try? Um, and real quick, if you hear some fan noise, you know, I'm in Vegas, it's hot and I don't have the AC on right now because it's actually relatively cool outside being around 95 degrees or matter of fact, uh, Alexa. Alexa, what's the weather? The current weather is 92 degrees Fahrenheit. Hey, it's 92 degrees. Oh, and it might be a thunderstorm, but Alexa said it's 90. She said it's, uh, cancel Alexa. Yeah, she said it's 92 degrees. That's pretty cool for Vegas in the summer. So yeah, I guess it's all good. But anyway, he was asking, um, how do you continue? To move forward or do you let go after you've been in for a year and you've experienced some maybe possibly significant bumps and bruises and my thing I mean my life's motto is expect the worst but hope for the best you know I'm, I'm basically it's my version of always be prepared you know because you never know what's going to happen so um what I'd like to do is Whenever, you know, I talk about my brother having business ideas and he always has great business ideas all the time. And I don't know if it may be or may or may not be frustrating to him. But whenever we he presents a business idea to me that either he wants to run himself or us together or anything, any any type of business discussion we have, I always default to what can go wrong. Why? Because if you've come up with a business idea, that tells me you think that business is going to be good. Who comes up with a business idea in hopes that it's going to fail? Nobody. 
right? So you've already got it set in your mind that it's going to be good. So to me, that kind of puts me in a position where I feel that my guard is down because I'm not thinking about the unexpected, about what can go wrong, you know, expect, uh, expect the worst, but hope for the best. So for me, going into a business venture, I always look at what can go wrong because what can go right is the easy part. The right is what got you here in the first place. What can go right is I'm going to be a success and we're going to be rich and we never have to work a regular nine to five anymore. We can live free like we want to be, retire early and not wait till we're too old to enjoy our retirements. That's the good side and the good thoughts that come along with thinking about your own business. But I like to think about, okay, we've been in business X amount of days, X amount of years, everything's going smooth. What happens if something goes wrong? Can we sustain ourselves? How can we bounce back if something goes wrong? For example, what if you're a custom clothing designer, shirt designer, t-shirt designer with slogans on it, and you happen to outsource, your company's gotten so big to where you have to outsource your t-shirt production. You have an order for, let's say, 5,000 t-shirts across the board. Big, 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 big order. And the uh, production manufacturing plant has a mishap and all those t-shirts get destroyed. You had a deadline that you were on, uh, you were slated to meet. You were on course to meet your deadline and all of a sudden something goes bad at the manufacturing plant and your t-shirts get all but destroyed, delaying your delivery, possibly messing up your contract because whoever you were supposed to deliver to might've had a big sale planned and you can't deliver now. What do you do? That is a terrible, terrible situation to be in. However, how do you deal with that? I mean, honestly, it, it's so screwed up. It's almost nothing you can do, but you at least have to have the ability to know how to talk and negotiate and basically put fires out with whoever you're doing business with. It's obvious that the if the plant had a malfunction and your shirts got destroyed, burned, water damage, whatever the smoke damage, whatever the case may be, you obviously can't deliver those shirts to your retailers. So you have to explain to them XYZ happened and this is what we're going to do to fix it. If you have a have to give a discount or a discount on a future order, you know, because you always want to try to retain your clients. So instead of giving a discount on that particular order that just may have went south, you offer a discount on the next order because the next order means they've come back. And that's what you want them to do. Always come back. That is the way of our world. That is how business operates by return customers, not one and done. You want return customers all the time. I mean, why do a one and done burn out your customer, never get them back and then you're screwed. Now you got to get out there and hustle and try to find another. Whereas if you had your return customers, you almost have to, you almost can just sit back and wait for them to come back to you. So in that extreme situation, the best you can do is, you know, be able to talk calmly, rationally, professionally, and explain what happened and show that it was out of your hands. And it's what they call an act of God type of situation. And it's in a lot of uh, business, freelance, retail contracts. In all my photography contracts, when I do event photography, well, when I used to, I don't do events now, but when I used to do event photography, it's written in my contract that the only thing that's going to stop me from getting there to do my job effectively and efficiently is 
what they consider to be an act of God, a flood. Uh, my car just exploded. It was a massive accident on the freeway that I can't get past. And I'm sitting here in traffic. I'm still here in traffic while I'm talking to you while you're waiting for me to show up. I can't get there. Um, unfortunately, somebody dies, you know, something, something really extreme to happen, but that's written in my contract. So with that being said, with your new knowledge, um, being prepared for what can go wrong, you want to have an act of God type clause in your contract so that if you do happen to get the uh, short end of the stick and something goes wrong with the production factory, your client already knows if they've read the contract, even if they haven't, it's already in the contract in print that you either emailed or printed and handed to them and that they signed and agreed upon. But it says act of God will protect you from any type of libel or lawsuit or liabilities rather or in lawsuits. You want to have that in there. But see, when I first got into business, I didn't know that. But now I do. You know, I, I spoke about an experience I had one of my very first events when I was an event photographer, when I just basically announced myself to the world that I was going to be a photographer. I landed an event and it was a cool event. It was relatively easy, but I was completely ill prepared. Oh man, I was so unprepared. I was terribly embarrassed. It was the worst thing I've ever, matter of fact, the only bad thing I've ever experienced as a photographer. Um, luckily, thankfully, you know, let me, uh, clap it up for myself for that one. Yeah, I definitely need that. Um, it was, it was the only mishap I've ever had. And thankfully, so thankfully, so grateful that the, the family that I was doing an event for, they were very patient, very kind. And even after that mishap, they hired me like two or three multiple, to, uh, additional times to, uh, come and work for them. Uh, of course, I was more prepared after that. But that first event was an, uh, an awakening, an eye opener, which has got me into position where I am now. So now I always think about what can go wrong. Yeah, what can go right? I can go to the event, do the photography, get all the best pictures I need to get and uh, even get a tip or something from the client. That's an absolute win. That's what we all think uh, when we think about our businesses being successful. Nobody thinks about what can go wrong. What went wrong for me? I didn't have enough batteries for my flash when I was trying to take pictures. So every time you take a picture, your flash has to recycle. And because the batteries I had were really poor quality, really cheap, it took forever to recycle. So when I'm trying to take family pictures, it's like click. Okay, wait, 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 wait. And everybody's getting frustrated. Like, what are we waiting on? And then I click, you know, I break into a cold sweat. I'm super nervous. Like, oh man, man, this is a failure, epic failure. And then, uh, you know, I had to get home and the pictures came out bad and I had to do work magic in Photoshop to fix those photos. And Photoshop is not necessarily to fix. It's supposed to enhance photos. You know, your camera, your photos supposed to be good in camera before you load them into Photoshop. That way you have to do minimal processing to make a photo look good. But because I was ill prepared, you know, I had to work magic to salvage the photos that I ruined because I didn't know what I was doing. Not trying to be funny, but, uh, the day after that, I went and bought proper batteries, multiple sets of batteries, made sure they were always charged, made sure they were always on point. So next event that I did went smooth like butter and it did, thankfully. But had I known to think about anything that can go wrong first, I would have been better prepared going into that situation. So now whenever I do a photo shoot, most of the time is in my studio. When I had my studio or even in my home office studio, I always Make sure I have my backup camera with me, extra batteries with me, extra lenses with me, extra memory cards 
with me. Even if I don't have to use it, even if it's a simple shoot, I've been doing electronics all my life. I'm 47 years old. I've been doing electronics uh, for at least 40, 35 or more of those years that I've been alive. You know what I mean? 35 or more years I've been doing electronics. So the one thing, the major thing, most important thing I learned about electronics is electronics fail. Mechanical things fail. Probably, probably why I'm afraid to fly. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of flying because anything can happen and airplanes don't float. You know, <laughs> airplanes don't float. So yeah, man, if you want me to go on a, go on an airplane flight, you better knock me out, man. Put me to sleep. You know, punch my lights out, put me to sleep like Mr. T and I'll wake up when we there, man. I'm not a fan of flying, but <laughs> uh, silliness aside though. Um, yeah, I like to be prepared. I like to be prepared. Look for anything that can go wrong because everything that can go right is what got you in the mindset of being in business in the first place. That's why you're here because you want your business to be good. As much as I hate to show Shark Tank, that's why people go on Shark Tank because they think their business is good, but they don't think about what can go wrong. And then the sharks tell them what can go wrong. And they're sitting there looking like, uh, I didn't think about that. Oh, I didn't think about that. No, I think about everything that can fail and I look for solutions that of everything that can fail. So then when we do take your great idea and go into business and we're flowing smooth down the ocean and everything's all good. And then we come up across a bank of rocks and we're about to get stuck on the rocks. I'm like, nah, I've already thought about those rocks. I got this other or hey, go ahead and we could pole vault over these rocks. Boom. We got past it. Now we're back to smooth sailing. You see? So I guess my ultimate advice to you in this is think about everything that can go wrong after you've already put together your plan of a business that you're going to start. After you've already come up with that brilliant idea that you know that's going to work and make you millions and retire you early so you can enjoy the life that you want to live. After you've done that, think about every possible thing that can go wrong and then look for a solution for it. So that if, 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 and I'm not wishing something bad happens, of course, I'm just trying to prepare you. If something goes wrong, you already have it. Like, ah, I already saw that coming. It's come almost like uh, Spider-Man. When he first became Spider-Man, he's in the hallway at his school and that bully's trying to punch him. And he sees the punch coming a mile away. And he's like, man, are you kidding? And he's looking at the punch, smiling, looking at his fist like, man, dude, you can't touch me. Be the same way. Be like Spider-Man when you're thinking about your business. When something uh, bad is coming your way, just like, man, move to the side. Way out to the side, you know, and then you come back in front like, yeah, man, I saw that a mile away. You prepare yourself. That's the best advice I can give you. And my ending advice, as always, wave at somebody, smile at somebody. You don't know what anybody's going through, man. Everybody's having, uh, well, it's not that it's new that everybody's having, uh, maybe stress and mental health issues, but it's becoming more on the forefront. People are talking about it more. So if you know somebody, that's going through it, or you see somebody on the street that may not look like they're in the best mood. Smile. Say hi. That's all you got to do. I'm not telling you to flirt and do anything to put yourself out of position. Just say hi. That could make somebody's day. Somebody could be feeling completely lonely, feeling bad. Nobody wants to talk to them, nothing like that. And you say hi. Good morning. How you doing? That right there could put a smile on their face and whatever they were feeling bad, whatever they were feeling bad about, they might be feeling better because of you. And I hope you feel better after you've gotten this advice from me, from my experiences. Hope it can help you in your future. And until the future, I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening.